Welcome back to another episode of Everyday Impact. I'm your host, Michael Anderson. I am really excited to have on the show today my friend Trevor Hansen. Uh, Trevor and I uh, were in grad school together when we were um, in our marriage and family therapy program and, and uh, I have looked up to Trevor for a long time and, and I've really enjoyed learning from him and, and so it's a, it's a real, it's pretty awesome to have him on the show. Uh, besides just being uh, funny and goofy and uh, awesome, uh, Trevor is a really, really talented licensed associate marriage and family therapist. Um, he is the host of the Art of Healing podcast, uh, and you can also find him on Instagram and TikTok um, under the Art of Healing by Trevor, where he posts really inspiring uh, and practical and warm uh, content on how to improve and enhance uh, your relationship and to heal emotionally with your romantic partner. Um, And he is also really passionate about helping people find their purpose, find uh, their meaning in life and live their values. And so um, really, really cool to have him on, shared some really powerful things and he's been through just a lot of really um, uh, incredible challenges and has learned a ton and grown a ton from it and really grateful that he was willing to be vulnerable a little bit and share a bit of his story on this show. So with that, let's go ahead and jump into the interview with Trevor Hansen. So the one lesson, you know, I, it's funny, I talk a lot about like couples therapy and things like that on my platform, but what I'm actually like most deeply passionate about is probably not couples therapy. Like I really like it, but I think about the things that have like made an impact on my life personally in my journey. And I think ideas around like meaning making and I guess existentialism is like, I mean, that's a big word, but basically this idea of like, like leaning into believing that like there's purpose behind things. There's, Mm -hmm. you can learn and grow from your circumstances. Suffering isn't just pointless or meaningless that it actually like guides your life in some kind of way. And, Mm -hmm. and as you have that kind of mindset, you start to, I don't know if you would say like welcome suffering, but at times I guess you do like you, you see it through a different lens and, it it makes us like you're so unbothered by the world like you can you can pretty much handle anything in the world because I I was not that way and I'm not always that way um, now but I feel like I've had a big growth if you were to go from like totally anxious and like (laughs) wrapped up in your own brain and thinking the world's gonna end to like like zen just like I'm chilling man anything can happen and I'm good I'm, I'm probably closer to the zen side than I was before and it's and it's made a huge impact on my life Um, that's, it's actually really cool to hear you talk about that because I remember sitting even in classes with you Mm -hmm. and a lot of the comments you made, you made have been surrounding a lot of like has been, has has been a lot about meaning making. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, Zen, Zen Trevor is probably pretty good, uh, (laughs) way I would describe (laughs) Trevor Hansen a lot. Uh, talk to me more about it because you said suffering can actually guide your life yeah tell me more about that yeah so you think about like so i guess i'll give an example of kind of like how i stepped into this because stories i think are some of our most powerful ways of of teaching and explaining and relating and and, uh i i tell the story a bit on some other podcasts and things but i before i became a therapist i was working at tesla um doing some corporate stuff and long story very short i got laid off 
I also broke off an engagement. I broke my jaw and like I was pretty friendless all at the same time, like all within the same month. And I remember just being like, my goodness, man, it feels like, like everything has just fallen apart. Like, like everything, my income, my physical health, my relationships and due to the nature of the relationship, it was, it was pretty unhealthy in a lot of ways and left me with a lot of like self doubt questions about like whether I was worthy of like, I don't know, just, just a lot of messed up beliefs about myself. And I remember feeling like, man, this is not going to end. Like it's never going to happen. And then I started to meet some people who planted this idea in my mind or, or helped it to grow. Cause I think it was already there. Um, but helped this idea to grow that like says, you know what, no matter what your circumstances are, you can draw purpose and meaning from them. You can learn how to be a better person because of what you've been through. It's going to guide you towards your next steps. And, you know, for some people, it's like, uh, you know, I believe in the universe or God or what have you. For me, it was it was trusting in God. And it was this idea that says, like, okay, I believe in God. And if I believe that, you know, God's a loving God, I'm going to believe that, like, um, you know, he's not just here to like beat me up and just make me like go through crap for no reason. There's yeah. some sort of reason here. And he just like wants me to grow. Like I'm, I'm going to beat up my muscles at the gym. I don't do that often, obviously. But <laughs> if, if I beat up my muscles, hypothetically, like I'm lifting, like I'm literally tearing them apart. Yeah. And if my muscles had their own mind, they'd probably be like, Frank, Trevor, what the heck are you doing? Like they could be so mad at me not knowing what I'm trying to do for them, like how I'm trying to change them, trying to give them literal strength. And I feel like sometimes we get blind in that idea where we're like, dude, life is just beating me up and that's it. There's no purpose in this. But when we start recognizing purpose behind the pain, man, it's like, gosh, everything is so much more vibrant and life is just so much more A, just meaningful. And when life is meaningful, you're less depressed. You're less anxious about things that could happen because you're like, well, I guess if it does, I'll I'll be fine. And uh, not even just fine, but I'll be better because of it. And mind you, out of that story came where I am now. Like, I'm a therapist. I'm, you know, doing my own podcast. I'm working with people every single day. I'm, I'm having this awesome opportunity that's so fulfilling and so aligned in line with the things that I value outside of this value. Like there's tons of other values that now I'm more aligned with. And it's, you start to see kind of in retrospect, wow, this is the purpose. Like this is why I went through all that. And I I wouldn't change it for the world. I always tell people if I have a big red button, well, I used to back in um, when I was in the midst of all this pain, I wished I had a button I could hit. And I would hit it and like go back and reverse time so I could just do everything different and avoid yeah. all of the pain. And yeah. I used to think that way. But now, dude, if that button existed, like I would I would defend it to the death. Like I would never take away oh, any cool. any of those experiences. Like yeah. no one's touching my button because that button isn't it, it holds my most valuable lessons. It, it changed that experience, changed my character. And so I'm incredibly grateful for the I guess the value of meaning making or I don't know, trusting in God. It's all kind of like lumped into one big yeah. value. Yeah. It, well, hearing you talk about it, where my mind went is I feel like we get bombarded with messages of society of like, we need to avoid pain. Yeah, for sure. Like, as much as possible. Like every ad is about how to make mm-hmm. your life happier, right? Yeah. And happy. easier 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 Mm -hmm. and so um it's interesting that you are basically you're basically you're going against the grain with what 
your what, what your experience has been, right? And yeah, in ways. And I mean, I'm not gonna say like. I'm this dude who's like, yeah, bring me, bring on all the pain. Like, I've, of course, I still don't enjoy pain as a human being. Like, yeah. I don't. Uh, I guess in certain ways, I don't know. I guess in certain certain pains and certain ways, I do. Sometimes I enjoy like the pain of of hard work and something that, or I don't know. I, I guess it's I guess it's something for me to kind of t- wrestle with a little bit. But yeah, I think I think you can learn to relate differently to pain. And then it becomes it becomes more of an asset, more of a friend, and more of a teacher rather than just a nuisance. Wow. Yeah. More of a teacher. Pain mm-hmm. pain is your ally versus pain is your enemy. Yeah. 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 And it's not to like minimize people's pain in saying this too, because like some people are like, dude. I have like the worst pain in the world. Like so many terrible things are happening in my life and I acknowledge that. And it's not to discredit like that. I think human suffering needs to be like looked at, acknowledged, empathized with, and you know, those and loved, like you got to love people in their pain. Um, but I think this is, this is kind of the message of hope. That's not just a silver lining, like, Oh, everything's going to be good. It's like, no, everything might not be good. It, it most likely will not be good, but how, are you going to still be good? How are you still going to be okay despite what happens? And you see unique examples of this, and that's where everyone turns their attention. Like online, you see like, uh, there's this guy I follow on TikTok. He uh, he got paralyzed in a skiing accident um, a few years back. And yeah. my goodness, like the way he's adapted and his optimism and kind of the way he just like has fun with his new life and and shows it, like it's inspiring and people draw to it. People watch it. Because he is in a very painful circumstance, but has made meaning out of it, and then shows it to the world, and it's it's unique, it's cool, and it, and it's inspiring for for people on the outside to watch pain being transformed into purpose. Well, well, would you feel comfortable if we got more specific with with your life a little bit? Sure. All right. Like you you mentioned a few different things there, right? Losing losing your job, mm-hmm. breaking off that relationship. Um, and, uh, um, and, and that accident that you got mm-hmm. into, that mm-hmm. skiing accident, which I remember that happening to you, um, which by the way, you were so inspiring with how you handled that. And, and this is kind of an aside, but, um, you kind of said something a second ago, you said, we're not minimizing our pain, right? It is hard. We're not mm-hmm. trying to push away. And, and I felt like that's what I saw with you in that skiing accident, right? You never pretended like it wasn't hard. You never pretended like it wasn't this really rough situation. Mm. But, but I also saw you transform over the year and a half that I knew you, which was which was pretty cool. But that that that's an aside. That's just something I really admired about you. But if you wouldn't mind, can you can you talk to me about one of those experiences, and talk to me about. You know, stoicism even has this idea of the obstacle is the way, right? Kind of the the suffering does become our guide, right? And it's Mm -hmm. we want to resist the suffering, Mm -hmm. but if we actually lean into it, it Mm -hmm. it shows us the way that uh, that our life is supposed to go. Mm -hmm. Would you mind picking one of those three instances and just sharing more detail? How was pre-event Trevor Mm -hmm. most different from post-event Trevor? And just kind of to walk us through that, that journey that you went through. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard almost not to lump them all into into one, and maybe maybe in ways I will just because I feel like 
the experience of of them like m- the multi factors became a big factor in yeah. itself like yeah, that situation and it's it's actually kind of funny because you say like you remember my skiing accident you're actually remembering my second skiing accident the one we were <laughs> talking about this whole time was when i broke my jaw but in grad school i shattered my eye socket what? which has left me with double vision. Like if you like like push on the bottom of like one of your eyes, you'll see yeah. like it split. Uh, yeah. That's how I see all of the time. Um, all, like act, like actually all the time. Yeah, yeah. There's one very small portion of my vision, like up top, kind of, um, that I can see clearly. And so I'm like always tilting my head down to see what's going on because there's like a little zone where it's clear, but yeah. everywhere else, like like down and. And left, uh, right's actually a little better. Like I get a little on the right and a little up top that where the images align. Yeah. But pretty much everywhere else, uh, my eyes actually don't fully align. And you'll actually see it like sometimes on my Instagram stories or whatnot. If I if the camera's low, you can see my my pupils aren't quite pointing in the same direction. Like it's kind of hard to notice. But I'm like a little chameleon guy going on over here. Yeah. yeah. And you're saying that's that is the second accident. That's the second accident, and that's the one that you witnessed in grad school. Oh my goodness! I did yeah. not realize there was one even before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of like, like the big crux of my life was like ending this really horrific relationship, um, getting laid off and breaking my jaw. That was kind of all like one succinct experience. And then there was like shattering my eye socket later in life. And I, I feel like the, the biggest difference between pre and post Trevor with all of these things has been a speaking of kind of like a scalar spectrum it has sure. been a it has been an increasing level of i don't know honestly like peace confidence and like acceptance like like mm-hmm. all of them kind of go together even even like at the time when i met my wife for example i was in a different spot than i was previously and she yeah. i met her right after i shattered my eye socket actually in my first surgery okay. um, and um, I even still had a little bit of a black eye at the time when I met her, um, just kind of in the corner a little bit. Yeah. And I remember before, it, like I was, I was single and I was dating, and I remember I used to be so much more anxious about like, oh, like finding the right one, and like, you know, yeah. just feeling like anxious. And I'm sure it came across like, man, you don't want to date anxious guys. That's like dating like the scared wolf in the wolf pack. Like no one wants to hang out with that guy. <laughs> um, and and so. And so I was like, but I was that guy for sure. And when I met her, I remember I was just so much more like confident and like peaceful and like knowing that like, hey, no matter what happens, like it's happening for a reason. Like this girl could be good, right for me. She could not be like, I'm going to hold no expectations. I'm just going to enjoy who she is and um, and all of that. And I was just just a lot more peaceful, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I just saw the world. I, I kind of like took the, the, the world like one day at a time while at the same time still having like a lot of ambition for pursuit. Some people think like, oh, you got you can't like want things. If you want things then you're resisting um, the experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a bunch of crap because yeah. like if you don't want something, where is your motivation coming from? Like if you you can still want <laughs> to escape pain and find yeah. freedom and find fulfillment. Of course you do. You're a, you're a freaking human being. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like if if you want things and you're not okay with the pain that's required to get there, that's where you get in trouble. That's where you start getting anxious and depressed. But if you have a real desire for, I guess, I don't know if this is the right word, but like worthy goals, things that are going to really serve you, things that are going to do good for you, 
and you're willing to go through the pain of it without avoiding, um, and you accept the pain as part of the process, you go through that process like confidently and you wind up accomplishing a whole lot more. Yeah. Well, and even with your sharing that, um, the thought came to me, like even when I'm working with clients and they're going through pain, um, I, one thing that we talk about all the time is just this question of what, well, what value or values would you have to stop caring about in order for this pain to go away? Wow. That's a good question. And, and it, and it seems to always bring them back to what's most important to them. Right. And I think mm. like, you know, um, as you were sharing that, that idea of like, I just became a little more peaceful with myself, a little more, I kind of knew what I wanted a little more. Right. I still had this and I had this ambition for what I wanted. It, it reminded me, it kind of brought to mind of, I think our pain really, um, when we decide to let it be our teacher, like you mm -hmm. said, Mm -hmm. we really start to discover what's most important to us. Mm. And when we discover what's most important to us, um, I think there is just a certain level of peace and mm. serenity that, mm. because we're willing to let go of all the superficial things that used to make us anxious. Right. And all right. the things that used to take, um, they used to distract us from our values and from what's most important. Right. And, and even, even deeply important things, in ways can become distracting from the reality of life. Meaning the reality of life, I, I was telling some of my clients, I'm like, the reality of your life is way better than like your mind tells you it totally. is. Like it's yeah. so much better because yeah. it's infinitely possible. Like it, is, it has infinite possibilities. You are you are really never fully stuck. There is yeah. something that you can do. Yes. And, and I think even, you know, okay, I never thought or was anxious about losing my eyesight in the way that I have like yeah and now I've gotten to a place where like in a way I, I kind of accept it I mean it's it's about a year and a half ago yeah. almost two years and I I'm like okay if this is how I have to live forever like this is how I have to live forever there's like one surgery that could help a little bit but really there's not a whole lot of hope for changing that yeah uh, part of it is you know I have to tilt my head down all the time to see things and my neck and my back hurts a lot and like my eyes are really tired at the end of most days yeah. but uh, I don't know if if I were to get stuck just thinking about how sucky that is and at times I do because uh, yeah, yeah. yeah it still sucks I'm not again not minimizing my pain but if I get stuck just dwelling on that man that's that's a miserable way of living. Like I still have the same circumstances, but how I perceive those circumstances changes it. But if I get curious and go have, hypothesize like, huh, how is accepting impaired vision going to bless me? Sounds weird, but it probably yeah. would. Maybe it's gonna just teach me to be patient. Maybe it's just gonna teach me to be empathetic and gentle with other people. And I don't know, I, I, I don't know yet because I'm not I'm not like fully on the other side of that, but through the process of the injury itself, I feel like that process, not literally my eye was sewn shut. Um, and then my other one was so weepy, I couldn't see. And so I just, I sat with my eyes closed for literally days. Mm -hmm. And I remember having that experience, being able to like tune in with myself, with God, with like all things that were spiritual, removing distraction, that was life changing, like mm -hmm. fully. And so I think about like, dude, even the injury itself, I, I even think it's part of the injury itself even led me to my wife because I was more, I was more open to listen to what I felt like were kind of like nudges from, from God or, or, yeah. you know, the universe or whatever you want to believe. But for sure. me, it's God and, um, and like nudges and promptings. And, and I felt more like, just like 
relaxed because of having that time with my eyes closed, that, that silence and that wading through like the dark times, I think prepared me to meet her. I met her literally like two, three weeks after. And, Mm. you know, I even had the distinct thought in my silence as I closed my eyes, it was like, you are going to find her soon. And I knew what that meant. I was like, her, really her? (laughs) And, um, (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then like a few days later, I just got like the feeling like, keep doing what you're doing. It's going to happen. And I knew what it meant, like, which was like finding and meeting. And soon was that like two years, four years? I don't know. Turned out it was like three weeks. Um, Thank you, by the way. Um, (laughs) Big time blessings. So anyway, that, that is like a snapshot of how I see pain and suffering turning into teaching and also changing like character building becoming somebody new yeah oh man trevor that so so amazing and um thank you for i think that's this is another as far as like finding meaning goes like this is the blessing of your experience right like the Mm -hmm. gift that you give to others when you share it and you talk about it totally we're watching it right now we're we're watching it right now and Mm -hmm. um I honestly can't just, I can't thank you enough, Trevor, for taking the time to come and share your message and, and your story. And Dude, I'm so grateful to be here. It's so fun to, to be able to talk about these things. It doesn't get old. Well, well, well talk to me. What are you doing now, Trevor? How can, if people want to learn, keep learning yeah. from you, what are you doing to, to share your message? And Yeah, so I'm a, I spend a lot of time posting on Instagram and TikTok. I'm there pretty much every day you'll see something come out. We do a little bit of like fun date ideas with me and my wife and like silly things from our life. Well, and we also, handle there? Uh, it's the art of healing by Trevor. Um, and then we also do like therapy type videos, like teaching principles uh, around specifically around relationships. And then I also, uh, have recently launched uh, two different online courses, one specifically for couples to help them decrease conflict, increase connection, and then a kind of a mini course called the anxiety toolkit. It's basically all my favorite little tools that I've seen work in therapy. Uh, it's not say it's the answer, but it's some of the answers that I feel like work for my clients. And I, uh, I've packaged them into like a, a little toolkit as well. Very so you can, cool. you can find all that in the link in my bio on Instagram or TikTok, or, or any of the sort. Great. And we'll put those in the show notes as well for anyone to, be able to check that out. And, and let me just put a plug in. I didn't know about the anxiety toolkit. That's cool. That must be yeah. is that a newer thing that you just launched. Yeah, it's new. I just, honestly, I just finished it. It just ran like a handful of like people through the test and just getting back really good reviews. So it's, cool. it's going out and it's, it's actually live and up today. I haven't really told anybody, but it's just sitting there in my, in my link on my bio. So cool. And by the time this is out, it'll definitely be available. And oh, uh, for sure. And I've been through the connect, the connection course, mm-hmm. um, the, one, the one that you put for couples. It's, it's awesome. I refer it to clients. That's great. Um, it's just, you just, you've, consistently just put out such good and helpful content out there. So I'd love to push as many people to you as possible. Oh, thank you, man. Okay. Trevor, thanks so much for being on, man. Hey, thank you. Have a great day. Yep. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Everyday Impact. If uh, this show is making a difference in your life, it would mean the world if you'd be willing to to subscribe and leave a a rating and review. Those are two uh, really small things, especially with this show being so, uh, being brand new. Those are two small things that make a big difference in, in getting this show in front of more people. So any help that way would be so, so appreciated. And as well, feel free to follow me on LinkedIn and on Instagram at michaelanderson.mft where I post content on both those platforms uh, just on how to find and, and live our values and, and build a life of meaning. 
Thank you so, so much. <laughs>